Together, growing in faith, changing communities. Dear friends, today I would like us to reflect on the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 21, from verse 23 to verse 27. At that time when Jesus entered the temple, the chief priests and the elders of the people came up to him, and as he was teaching, they asked him, By what authority are you doing these things? And who gave you this authority? I love the the questions that they ask. The chief priests and the elders, these are are respected people in society. Obviously, the chief priests, because of their religious uh, position and authority that God has given them, the elders, because of the years and the experience and the wisdom that they have. And so the question that they ask Jesus, as they see him doing all these wonderful things, and as they hear his teaching, go back to that uh, scriptural passage where they asked him, his teachings are far more different. He teaches with authority. He's different from the rest. And so there are a lot of nuances that one can pick up from this phrase. Are the chief priests and the elders of the people going to Jesus because they are mesmerized, because they are confused? because they are moved, because they are touched by the way that the things that happen, by the teachings that he has, what is it that leads them to that question? What is it that pushes them to want to know more about that which Jesus does? But what, what I love the most is the question itself. By what authority or by whose authority Are you doing all these things? That is an important question. By what authority are you doing all these things? Who gave you this authority? One of the questions that needs to be looked into, is it possible that they are asking Jesus this question because they have seen way too many people coming into the temple in the name of God, in the name of religion, doing things and taking people for granted and taking people for a ride. It is a possibility. But also, it is a great possibility in our days, in our lives today, where people have used religion and they've abused the name of God and they've enriched themselves in the name of religion. And they've done all sorts of things. And one needs to ask, by whose authority are we preaching this gospel? We have preached the gospel that is only relevant to us. We have preached the gospel that is only comfortable for us. We have chosen to say certain things and ignore other things. We have chosen to, to become relevant to our friends and only to deal with our friends, and we have forgotten to remain faithful to the truth. We have forgotten to remain faithful to that which is most important. And as ministers of the word, we need to ask ourselves every day, am I still loyal to God? Am I still loyal to his teachings? Am I still doing that which God asks of me? Many people and many churches, unfortunately, 
we want to preach and to to do the the church's thing instead of doing that which belong to God. We have a particular viewpoint and a particular propaganda that only supports our thinking, our church, our cultural beliefs, our racial beliefs, and our creed. And at the expense of the truth, there is only one gospel. There is only one church, the people of God. And I think if we can go back to that basic truth of saying, I need to remain faithful to God. I need to remain faithful to his teachings. And if we were to do that, and if we were to preach that in our lives, we will lead many people into a relationship with God. Look at the ceremonies that are taking place. How many of our ceremonies are Christ-orientated? How many of our services are Christ-orientated? But also look at the scandal of Christianity. So many churches, so many different churches. And you look at that and you go and you read the priestly prayer of Jesus in the Gospel of John chapter 17. I pray that there may be one. We see how one person or one church thinks they are better than the rest and how they ambush the others in, in the name of religion. And the Lord asks us a very important question. By whose authority are you doing this? By whose authority are you teaching all these things? But the other thing which is also important in our lives goes into our own personal lives. Who is guiding my life? Who is directing my life? Who inspires me in my life to do that which ought to be done? Am I being guided by the Holy Spirit? As a family, are we being guided by the Spirit of God? Is it God who transcends everything in our lives? Does he have a space in our lives, in our families, in our churches, in our communities? Do we still see him relevant in our lives? And so the question of whose authority is quite important because it leads me to introspection to say, am I still doing that which I had promised to do? How many of us had made promises and vows before God, but the lives that we have tend to live is contrary to the promises we've made. It's contrary to everything we've ever believed and held as the truth. And so as they ask Jesus this question, he asked them the same question. He says, tell me, answer me, I have a question. And he questions them about the baptism of John. He says, where was it coming from? Did it come from God or did it come from people? Now what Jesus is leading us to is to allow us to see that we can do good things, but it doesn't always mean the intention is good. There are certain things that we can do, but the intention is absolutely bad. It is for self-appraisal. It is for pride. It is for human glory. It is not for God. And the Lord asks us, leads us, questions us, 
to look into our lives. Why do we do that which we do? Is it eventually for the good of souls? Is it for the good of God? It is for the glorification of our Lord Jesus Christ. Is it for the sanctification of our lives? May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to pray with us, and to guide us to God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.